I have such a great play-in game for the twelve for the twelve spot, and I hope you understand. I have what a I, mean. I have a good twelve play-in. Good. I hope honestly, I hope it's the same one. Is it BU? BU's <laughs> not gonna get a twelve seed. I know they get but... a fifteen seed if they won uh, the conference. I know. Mm, I they would get a fourteen. I think they would get a fifteen. I have Colgate as I have Colgate as fourteen. As a fourteen, yeah. And BU isn't as good as them. Colgate has a better record. And I know they're also two games up, but they just have like a nicer semen record. And for also for the bad teams, I pretty much just looked at net and like okay and That's ordered it like that. Pretty much what I did. Yeah. I looked at net, but I also ran across five different like predictions. What do you mean? Do you like look at the, all the like the bubble watch kind of deal, like Athletic, yeah. ESPN, uh, CBS Sports, that sort of deal? Yeah, I mo- I like the Athletic for that. Are we is this on? I've been recording. Yes. Yeah, I love really like the Athletic for that. I think they. I didn't know that the Athletic did it. No, Athletic actually does some really good uh, college basketball stuff. Um, I think they're very good at getting. It, maybe they they might not have their finger on who. Uh, is actually going to be picked, but I think they have they're right about who the best teams are, and that's relatively important. So yeah, I, I what I did was I basically um, I went through uh, their list of like who's the locks, who are the should be in, and who's got the work to do, and I put in everyone who had who was in front in the first place in their conference. I put in everyone who was in who's a lock, and I put everyone in who was should be in. And then I went through, and there were like five or six spots left, and I just picked some of the work to do uh, teams, which I think makes sense. That's sort of how people deal with college basketball. But yeah, see, I what I have is I have rankings, and I also have uh, what what regional I think teams would be. In. That's that's what I haven't done yet. I haven't put them in a region. Okay, so you got there's Houston, there's L.A., there's Indianapolis. Well, yeah, there's there's, there's East, York. Um, South, Midwest, and West. Do do me a favor, put. Put your teams in a in a bracket so we can talk about it like that, because I think the matchups make it very interesting. Or but I want to but I would have to do I want to do it right. What do you mean? Like there's like specific rules for how the how the regions are constructed. What exactly are the rules? So the top overall seed in tournament gets to choose where they play of their first round games. Yeah, I had and KU then, picking Houston, which I think makes sense. Yeah, I had them in South, and then. All of the other teams, um, they get to pick by no oh. closest to the venue. Yeah, goes to that conference. But there's some there are rules. If a play, if a team, if two teams have played each other three times or more, um, then they can't meet until the final four. Really, the final four. And if they played two times, how many teams have played? No teams have played three times though. Oh, I guess except in the torn in the conference tournament. Yeah, and then if they play two times, they can't. Wait, see that doesn't make that doesn't make any sense. Like you, that's a, somewhere like the Big Ten has like eight, nine teams in this one, maybe more, and you can't really just say, oh, no Big Ten teams can meet each other. You know, and that's kind of deal. I, I don't think that is all the viable. Is the regional regional? Oh, sorry, Elite Eight re, regional final. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Do I wonder what I've got? Um. I tried to do it relatively well. Yeah, because I put them there. Um, this one looks good as long as... Yeah, this one's good. Yeah. Although, actually, there is one possibility. 
but I think they've only played twice, and they're most likely only going to play twice. Um, what about this one? Yeah, I think I think mine are all good enough. And if there's one specific issue, then just let me know. But I don't think I have any. I tried. Yeah, I tried not having teams matching up with anyone from their conference. But like that, it's really hard because it's based on closeness to the venue. So, oh, I know. I what I did was I basically. Um, for like, let's say, let's say that you're Kansas and you really and you want to play the like the either the worst two seed or the two seed that will have the least chance there. I picked a two seed that I was like, ah, oh, they're not going to have a lot of fans in Houston, and I think they're the worst two seed of the four of them. Maryland? No, I have them as a three seed. But Seton Hall? I have them as a three seed. Kentucky? I have them as a one seed. Stop spoiling everything. Come on. What well, this is the podcast? We're just. I know, I know, but all right. You know what? Let's get started. This was some fun banter before the beginning, but so welcome to another episode of the StatCast with your hosts, Harrison Friedman, that's me, and Sam Greenman. That's me. And we are, today, we're going to be talking about something that we haven't really talked about in the past, but is something which is near and dear to both of our hearts, especially since it seems like both our teams are going dancing after Matt Coleman hit an insane shot on Tuesday night. And I think... That, but we decided that we just wanted to talk about college basketball. Um, the conference tournaments are just beginning to start. I think they st- started uh, a day or two ago. And I think it's going to be a great tournament because there aren't when you get to the very top, you're like, oh, these teams are all kind of shaky. But then when you look deeper and deep, further and further, it's like, oh, this, these are actually like legitimately deep um, brackets. So I think it's just going to be kind of a crazy tournament. I think we'll have a lot of upsets because I don't think there's that much difference between a lot of these teams. And so, yeah, Sam and I, we went through, uh, we each ranked our top our top 68 or... We didn't rank we didn't our rank top them. 68. We just put them in seeds. In seeds, yeah. So basically how this works is, I think I already mentioned it, but just again, so if you win your conference tournament... You automatically get a bid to the NCAA tournament, and there are 30, 32 such teams, yeah. thirty-two conferences, each of which each of, and the winner of each of those will automatically be in the tournament. Right, and because uh, I'm, I'm not sure when we can record next, and also we don't know which teams are going to win their conference tournaments. We just basic, I at least I went by which teams were in first place in their conference. With I think most, uh, there's I think just one game to go for every team in every conference or something something along those lines. Not it's based there's basically no more regular season basketball left to be played, which is good, which is exciting. And so there's some teams that get automatic bids, sometimes you're not going to have a very good team that gets that, which is why they might be a lower seed, and then there're going to be a bunch of teams that have been phenomenal all year, it doesn't matter if they win their conference or not, they're getting in. And then you've got the bubble teams. And that's where Sam and I are probably going to differ the most. It's on which teams made it and which ones didn't. And I'm sure we're going to have some interesting conversations about that. But I think we should get to the podcast. Yeah, but first, Milo Hamilton. Swinging, lining it to left. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Chris Park. Holy Toledo. What a way to All right, welcome back. Um, you want to just get right into it? Yeah, so 
which would you like to do? Because I've got them sorted by seeds, and I've got them sorted by brackets that I please piece them out into. Um, let's do it by seeds, because that's how I have it done. All right. So do you want to start with the 16s, or do you want to start at the 1s? Which one is it? Let's start with the 16s. Let's start fun. Yeah, all right. So none of these teams are all that exciting. I'm sorry. But to they're all auto yeah. bid teams. Yeah, they're all they're basically yeah they're auto bid teams. And they're, there are six of these teams because there's six sixteen seeds. Yeah, yeah, because two are going to play in Dayton. Yeah, um, to see who gets to lose. Yeah, it's technically a sixty four team tournament, but there are actually sixty eight teams in it. Uh, you're going to have four sixteen seeds that are playing in for two spots. You're going to have two uh, two twelve seeds that are going to be playing in for one spot. You're going to have one a uh, two eleven seeds that are going to be playing in for one spot. Yeah, and it, you'll probably notice. That the teams around, let's say, 11 and 12 are are definitely bubble teams. And because the NCAA sort of like cuts it off around then. It's like the teams that are just on the bubble, you put it like the 11 out of 12. Or the very good teams from one-bid conferences. Yeah. All right. So, Sam, give me your four play-in teams. My four play-in teams are Robert Morris. All right. I don't have them. Uh, North Carolina Agriculture and Technology. I got them. They're my rank, They're ranked dead last for me. Sienna. Yep, I've got them as a play-in. Prairie View A&M. Yep. And those are my four. Yeah, and I have Merrimack. Uh, so I know that you've got Robert Morris. Let's see. I have a list of which teams from which con- uh, conference. Yeah, so Merrimack is from the Northeast. Northeast is, is by the way, almost guaranteed to be a 16 seed or that plays in Dayton. Yeah, they're very bad teams. Uh, yeah, North Carolina Agriculture and Technology, not very good. Prairie View A&M, not very good. Sienna. Not there's no not U, there's no UMBC really in this group. Yeah, it doesn't seem like any of those teams are really going to make the kind of run. Um, let's go. What are your other two 16 seeds? Winthrop mm-hmm. and North Dakota State. All right, I've got North Dakota State as a 15 seed. I do have Winthrop as a 16, and my other uh, 16 seed is University of Arkansas Little Rock. Okay, that's, that moves us into the 15. That's where I have Little Rock. That's where you have Little Rock. All right. So what are your other three 15 seeds? Wright State. Uh, I have them yeah, as a 15 seed, yeah. Hofstra. Yep. And Montana. Montana. So Montana's in the Big Sky, I believe. Yes. Um, I have Eastern Washington from. Yeah, that was Big the Sky. that was the other team that um, a lot of the experts were going back and forth on. I kind of like Eastern Washington. I think I'm pretty sure Montana was a 15 seed in 2018. Yeah, they've been in the tournament. Yeah. Recently, but Eastern Washington University, based in Cheney, Washington. Um, I mean, they're not an especially good team. But they've been decent this whole season. And, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens in the Big Sky tournament. But with the strength, relative strength of the two seeds, this is also the kind of – you're not going to have a Florida Gulf Coast Correct. sort of deal. So, I mean, you could. It is that kind of crazy tournament this year that we, we could have, honestly, something crazy in there. But. I definitely think 14 is where it starts to, you know, there's teams that could yeah. win a game. And also – uh, East, Eastern Washington University and Montana are both tied, actually, at 14-4 and four in their conference. But Eastern Washington is actually 21-8 and eight overall, while Montana is only 18-11. and 11. Yeah. I mean, some either of them are very good teams, but, yeah, that's just how it's been for those teams. And Eastern Washington has won five games in a row. So they're on a little bit of a hot streak. Um, who? Let me go with my 14 seeds. Mm-hmm. So, uh, listen. If you're if you go to BU and you're listening to this, you you gotta know that I wanted to put them in. There is a chance that BU makes this tournament. They're the second best team 
in the conference, but right now Colgate is in front, and Colgate looks like a legitimately decent team this year. So, unfortunately, I had to put them as one of my seeds, uh, as one of my 14 seeds. And then you've also got, also, Colgate is just kind of better. Like, I know BU is doing decently in the conference, but they're 18 and 13, and Colgate's 23 and 8. It's, and Colgate is also 13 and 1 at home. But yeah, and so I've got Colgate, I've got New Mexico State, yep. I've got UC Irvine. Yep. Go Anteaters. And mm-hmm. I've got Belmont. UC Irvine. Yeah, those, are, those are my 14s as well. Yeah, UC Irvine, I believe, was an 11 seed last year. Uh, They were either 11 or 12, but I know that they moved on. Yeah, they made a run to the Sweet 16. I yes, because they played Oregon, who was a, whom were either 11 or 13 seeds. I Oregon was a 6 seed, I believe. There was a, there was oh no some, Oregon was wasn't Oregon like a twelve or something yeah weird? exactly yeah so yeah, there was yeah, one there, and I predicted that match oh, last maybe year they were, yeah they were a thirteen you're right so UC Irvine was a thirteen Oregon was a twelve both of them won in the first round and then UC Irvine won uh, against Oregon in the second round yes and also my uncle is a professor there so that's honestly pretty cool <laughs> see now we get into the tie-breaking procedures of how you choose the teams what no, no I'm kidding, definitely I'm kidding, not I'm kidding no UC Irvine has actually been legitimately good this year. Um, for I mean, for a team in the Big West, which isn't all that exciting, and they're worse than they were last year. But at the same time, they're twenty-one and eleven. They're thirteen and three in their conference. No one else is really close. And even though uh, Cal State Northridge has been making a little bit of a run lately, I think it's relatively likely that UC Irvine wins that. And then, yeah, my last one was Belmont. Yes, yeah, three three of these four teams were in the tournament last year. Belmont was an eleven last year. UC Irvine, as we mentioned. New Mexico State was a 12, and they almost beat Auburn. Yeah, so the, these are teams which they have a decent amount of veteran presence, even though they've got some gra- people have graduated. It's They've still got the kind of guys who were in the tournament last year, and you're intrigued to see with, I think the three seeds are very, relatively weak this year. I don't love any of the ones that I have. Yeah. So I'm intrigued. I would not be surprised if at least one of these teams came away with a victory in the first round. Of course, this is all just... Sort of an exercise, but so we don't know if it's actually going to end up like this. But I figure this is these teams are relatively likely to end up around the 14 spot. Yeah. Um, what are your 13s? First of all, my favorite team. Your favorite. My team. favorite team. That's all. That's always a guaranteed upset pick. I know who you're going to say. Stephen F. Austin. I knew it. I knew it. Stephen F. Austin. They they seem to always. I, I was a big fan of Thomas Walkup when he was on that team. They seem to have. They go to the tournament every other year as a 13. 14 seed, and they seem to always... They beat Duke, didn't they, the 14 seed? Several um, years back? Let's see. S- Stephen F. Austin. They, they might have. Yeah, Stephen F. Austin has been very good, uh, just historically. They're, they're always like a 28-4 and four regular season team. Yeah, they're 27-3 and three it, now, and yeah, they've won exactly. 14 games in a row. Yeah, exactly. Like, it sucks putting them as a 13 seed, but they're probably one of the best of the one-bid conference teams. And no one in their league is anywhere close to as good as them because like maybe some of the other teams in their conference like I don't know Nichols or something like that is like only three and a half games behind him but they're 21 and 10 in real life so Stephen F. Austin plays well um, in their conference they play well anywhere basically they're 15 and 1 at home 12 and 2 on the road they're ranked decently high in the net ratings which is NCAA's version of basically where each team should rank where they think how good they think each team is and yeah, I I'm definitely a fan of Stephen F. Austin. What are your other three? The Catamounts of Vermont. Nice, I have them too. Um, 
North Texas. I got him. And Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I don't know if I would put Cincinnati as I know they're they're technically very technically a mid major, but I have them as a twelve seed. You're gonna be interested to see who I have them up against. My last uh, thirteen seed is Akron. I think it's just Akron. I left out. Akron. I fell was. You left out. Who'd you put in instead of them? Uh, what conference is that? Akron is in the Mid American. So the MAAC. They're that. They're the MAC. MAC. Oh, just the MAC. Yeah, they're, they're in the MAC. Oh well. Did you put Northeastern in? No. Who'd you have? Did you have Bowling Green? No. Who else is in this conference? I'll, Buffalo? It, nope. No one else is good in this conference. They're, those are the only... Them and Bowling Green are the only teams that have even won 20 games. I guess the only answer is Ball State? Nope. Toledo? No. Kent State? Nope. What? The, I think you left someone off. Who'd you, who'd you have? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Please tell me this isn't a thing. I mean, like, there are two. T- there are four teams that are within. Uh, there are two uh, divisions in there, and there are four teams that are within. Uh, that are either the best team or uh, within one game of the top spot, and those are Akron, Bowling Green, Nor- uh, Northe- uh, Northeastern, and Ball State. Oh, I'm an idiot. It's not Northeastern. I, I saw the Huskies. I saw the NU. It's Northern Illinois. You had Northern Illinois, didn't you? No, I have Northern Iowa. Not as not as that seed. Oh. Okay, there's got to be... Okay, we're going to... There's going to have to be some investigative work here. Do you have uh, enough teams? How many 12 seeds do you have? What? I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. How many 11 seeds do you have? Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Weird. That is very strange. Are you... Huh. Who are... Okay, let's, let's look at my 12 seeds. So, 12 seeds, the three that I have as making just barely making the tournament. I mean, not just barely making the tournament. Two of them I have winning their conferences are Liberty and Yale. Liberty and hmm. Yale. Okay, y- y- Yale I have Liberty I have as well, but Yale I have as the playing game. Okay, that's fair. I mean, they're all twelve seeds. Um, I think Yale and Liberty. I I like not putting teams that won play in, that are playing teams as the not sure, not teams that won their conferences. I don't like putting them in as the playoff games because they won their conference. And so I like giving Liberty and, and Liberty and Yale. Liberty has been a revelation this year. Um, After last year, where they I, they were a popular upset pick. I can't remember if they won or not. I don't think they won. But I think they were all a 12 seed last year. Yeah, too. and this year I think they'll be a 12 seed again. They've been phenomenal this season. They just uh, I don't know how they turned their program around, but it's been really fun to watch. And Yale, of course, is the best team, and it's not really close in the Ivy League. Yale is something. Harvard's the only team that's close to them, I think. Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. Yale is twenty-two and six. They've won four in a row. Harvard is making; they're trying to make a close. They've won six in a row, but I don't think uh, that they're gonna quite get anywhere. Um, but yeah, Liberty is really good. Yale is really good. And then my very my three final teams on the bubble. I have Oklahoma, who even though they just lost to Texas, I have them in. I have them a yeah. bit uh, higher. The, the the Texas game was so close. You've got to kind of let both of those teams in. Because there's, an, I think there's enough space for them. Do I have Texas in there? I don't think I do. I have Texas in there. I don't. Uh, yeah. Like... So they lost to Texas on a Matt Coleman uh, buzzer beater yeah, that was, banking three pointer. That's crazy. But so, for the 12 seed playing game, I don't know how many of the listeners at home know this, but Cincinnati had a coach named Mick Cronin for a long time, and he was just kind of this like rah rah play lots of defense. And Cincinnati was always the kind of team that didn't score very much. And then Mick Cronin left for the bright lights of the most storied franchise in college basketball history, UCLA. See, UCLA I don't have. Yeah. I have Wichita State. 
That's fair. Okay. UCLA, I this is not something that I think the NCAA will do just because they're not they're not the kind of people who want to reward something fun. But since but UCLA was terrible last year, they were terrible for most of this year, but suddenly they've made a resurgence. They are the hottest team in college basketball and they are in first place in the Pac-12. Yeah, it's that Pac-12 is going to have a lot of teams. Pac-12 is good. Let's see. I have uh 6 teams from the Pac-12 in mind. I mean, the be- we, everyone knows that the best uh, conference in basketball is the Big Ten, but we'll get to them. Absolutely. We haven't even mentioned a Big Ten team yet. They are very good. But if we had UCLA versus Cincinnati, we had Mick Cronin versus his former team, the hottest team in the country versus one that's – I mean, they're not that great Cincinnati this year. But they faced, they've had a little bit of a resurgence after letting Cronin go, which a little Ewing theory question mark. But, yeah, I have them as my playing games, and I'm excited for that. Your playing games, you had – I have Yale and Wichita State playing each other. Gotcha. What do you think of Wichita and- State? I don't have them. They're in. not going to shock anyone. I like it. Um, my other 12 is USC. USC. I don't have USC. Oh, I don't know. I do have USC in either. I do have the USC in. Do I? Yeah, I have them. As, I have them a little further up. You'll see them. Okay. I kind of like USC this season. Um, and then tell me about your 11s. 11. I got Xavier. Yeah. Stanford. Yeah. Indiana. Okay. And playing game is... Do I have Indiana? I don't think so. Indiana was definitely a bubble team for me. Yeah. Um, and then... There's so many Big Ten teams. Yeah. Play-in is uh, Rhode Island and okay. East Tennessee State. Gotcha. So I don't have Rhode Island making the tournament either. I think I have a really fun assortment of teams. You've got... Ar- yeah, th- this is where it gets very... Um, very... Our, our opinions might not line up because... Exactly. The, the specifically, like, 9 through 11 are the bubble teams, 100%. Yeah. Exactly. And so, I mean, I've got some interesting teams. I have Arkansas, which is sort of like... I have them in. I have them... They have one really good player named Isaiah Joe, who's probably the best three-point shooter, who's actually a legitimate NBA player in college basketball right now. And he was a guy that I was hoping the Rockets would draft before they traded their first-round pick. And I have them as the play-in game against Stanford. I like Stanford this year. Um, I think I think the Pac-12 is pretty decent this year, even though you have <laughs> UCLA in first place, which is just kind of hilarious. Yeah, like UCLA was eight and nine on January fifteenth. Yeah, and they've only lost a couple games since then. Yeah, I mean they lost to Hofstra, they lost to BYU, Michigan State, Notre Dame, and North Carolina. Two of those teams, I have as top five seeds. Two of those teams, very terrible. Uh, but yeah, UCLA they beat they beat Arizona, they have beaten. So many. Anyway, I could talk for a while about UCLA, but so Arkansas, and Stanford, Stanford. Um, I mean they're a decent team. What uh, they are twenty eighth in net, which has got to count for something. Yeah. I mean I don't think they're that good. I don't think they're the twenty eighth best team in the country. But yeah, that that they, it did surprise me yeah. how high they were. But they started fifteen and two. Yeah. They like they clearly have the talent to go somewhere. The issue is that they started fifteen and two. With the strength of schedule of 96. Yeah. So the question is whether they actually are that talented. But they're 20 and 9, which looks nice because there are a lot of teams which have really ugly looking records. There are some teams. There's which, some 19 and 11s in there, which isn't oh, there, kind of like a. There are some 18 and 12s. Yeah. There's a team that's like 15 and 14 that's trying to get in. But Stanford's won four in a row. Stanford has won four um, first quadrant wins. Yep. And so, I mean, yeah, they beat Colorado. Colorado, Colorado I really like. Colorado surprised me how good they were. Um, yeah, Colorado, I believe uh, that they beat Dayton. They've given Dayton one of their two losses this season. That might be true. Yeah. 
Dayton has we're, we're going to talk about Dayton later. We'll, we'll we are going to talk though. about Dayton later. I'm excited. Uh, but my others are I've got Utah State, who I like. Um, I've got Providence. Providence is one of the more interesting cases, if I I gotta say. They seem to always be stuck within eight or nine. Yeah, the issue with Providence this year is that they've lost a lot of games. The good thing about Providence this year is that they've beaten um, a lot of really good teams, and it kind of confu- has confused people why they've been so good, why they've been able to just kind of stick it out. And I, not everyone is going to have them in. That's to that that's for sure. But I like, I think the committee is going to recognize that uh, their upset potential. Like I think they definitely have a chance to go let's say, to the Sweet 16 or something like that because they are a legitimately not, talented not where, team. Not where I have them, unfortunately. Let's see, where do I have them? I have them in. Do you, have you already mentioned what, Providence? What? No. You have them higher than me? Yeah. Okay, interesting. And then yeah, and I've got Eastern Tennessee State University, which is one of those random bubble teams that, as like from a, they're 24-4. and four. Um, Are they going to win? Yeah, they're, yeah, they they're going to win their conference. And so... It's, it's, I mean, they're twenty-four and four in a not very good division. Their strength of ske- in conference, their strength of, strength of schedule is one thirty-one. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I'm okay putting them at eleven. What about you? Yeah, you have them in there. You have yeah, them I have eleven. 11. Yeah, yeah. So those are, those are my eleven seeds. Yeah, Utah State. Utah State is good. They beat San Diego. Oh no, they didn't beat San Diego State. They have beaten a lot of other teams. In, I think they're the second best team in the Mountain West, which I think at least should at least count for something, even if they're not that much. Yeah. All right. Tell me your tens. Northern Iowa. Yeah. Oklahoma. Okay. Arkansas. Okay. Arizona State. So my tens are I have the University of Texas Longhorns, and I think that they are going to go all the way, and they are my favorites to win the title this year. You should definitely bet on them. No, of course not. They're missing their best player. They've somehow gone on a run where they've beaten maybe not the best teams in the Big 12. Yeah, Kevin Durant is out with decent that teams in the Big 12. <laughs> No, Jericho Sims. Jericho Sims is the back issue. But Matt Coleman hit an insanely clutch three-pointer and to beat OU because it is currently 6.33 p.m. and, and OU still, OU still sucks. sucks. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but they're decent. Andrew Jones is a great story. Andrew Jones um, missed about a season and a half because he was, di- was diagnosed with leukemia. Yep. And he's come back. He's... He would be a senior, but he's technically counted as a redshirt sophomore. He had NBA potential. There was a decent chance that he was going to go in the second round of the NBA draft before he was diagnosed with leukemia, and now he's back. And while he's been kind of inconsistent, there are games where he just goes off, scores a lot of points for them, and Texas, it's an inspiring story for just a small university out in the sticks of uh, the great state of Texas. The great city of Texas. Great state. I said great state of Texas. I think you said city, but all right. I I mean country, but Sorry, yeah. yeah. But no, then my other tens are I've got Xavier, whom I like. I've got Arizona State, and I've got St. Mary's. Do you have St. Mary's? In the I show? have St. Mary's at eight. Okay, okay. St. Mary's. I mean, I think they're pretty good. Um, they I th- were a planned team last year. Yeah, they should be. They're twenty-three and seven. Uh, they, I mean, they haven't been Gonzaga this year, but like that's not really so much of an issue. They're thirty-one and net, which is really nice. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know just how much I trust them because there's a different. Mid-major team that I have uh, in a nine, in the nine spot. Do you want me to talk about? Do you want me to talk about them? Is it Rutgers? Oh well, I mean they're not a mid-major team, but I have them in the nine spot. Okay, yeah, no, I I do too, and I also have Virginia, LSU, and Providence. Virginia, LSU, Providence, and Rutgers. I mean that's relatively close to like just my nine, eight, nines, tens, elevens. But my nines are University of Northern Iowa, 
who, uh, who I very deftly placed in uh, the Kansas region. <laughs> I, I don't think Kansas has forgotten University of Northern Iowa, and I hope they never do. Uh, listen, I, I, I scheduled a few. I put a few things just because I like those kind of matchups. Um, I've got University of Northern Iowa. I've got USC in there. I've got Rutgers. Oh, isn't it cool that Rutgers I know. is actually going dancing? That they're sort of, um, I guess they're kind of like Northwestern. In yeah, that they're, they're kind of just a joke every year, yeah. except they're decent. This year. Like the big, the crazy thing is that there are so many good teams in the Big Ten, which usually there aren't very many good teams in the Big Ten. You've only got a few of them, but this year they are easily the best conference in basketball. And Florida, Florida is my last nine seed. Florida, ugh, they were like number six in the country before the season. People had really high hopes, but they have not come anywhere close to meeting those expectations. But I like them as a nine seed with the because they're more talented than a nine seed. And I love putting eights and nines that have the potential to spoil a number one seed's night. Yeah, I have Florida at eight. Yeah. I also have St. Mary's at eight. Yeah, and you've, and you've got your Virginia at nine. Yeah. I've got Virginia at eight. I've got Virginia at eight. I've got Illinois at eight. I've got, te- I've got Texas Tech and LSU. All of those yes, are good teams. Tech, LSU yeah. was a three seed last year. Yeah. Texas Tech. Um, Did LSU play Yale? LSU. Yeah, they did. Okay. And LSU just barely pulled it off yeah, against them. Yeah, because I know that was, a, that, was a, that was also a popular upset pick. Yeah, but they ended up winning, which, I mean, there was a 14 seed versus a three. Oh, people were picking LSU against LSU because they had lost their coach because he was uh, dropping the bag for recruits. I, I as, guess is the as, best as, way to put as it. As it happens. Yeah. Texas Tech, I think, is a very interesting eight seed because they're 18 and 12, but they're 23 in net. And so the question is more like, is like, of course, they're not going to be ranked because the record is kind of uh, kind of gross, but yeah, the yeah the twenty three in net they've been very close to beating Baylor, um, and they're going to play Texas in the last game of the season, which I think should be really interesting. Uh, I mean, there's a chance that I don't know, Texas Tech ends up as a ten seed and Texas ends up as an eight seed or something. I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm being a little too high on Texas, but yeah, the Red Raiders are a good team. I just very close to winning the championship last year. Yeah, exactly. They were um, that was a great game. I yeah. I love putting uh, Texas Tech and Virginia both as eight seeds. I put them as uh, eight and nine. So maybe they oh, you're gonna match them up. Maybe, I I might have to. do you that. You should. You got to do that. Yeah, oh, it's so much. It's so much fun doing something like that. See, that's why I put like you and I in uh, University of Northern Iowa and Kansas's thing. That's why I put UCLA against Cincinnati. It's fun to do this kind of thing. But yeah, all right. So did you say all your eights? Um, my eights are Texas Tech, St. Mary's, Illinois, and Florida. Gotcha. Illinois. I mean, those are – it's relatively similar to my eights and – your eights and nines are very similar to my eights and nines. Just a few of the teams flipped over. In reality, eights and nine seeds almost never matter. Yeah. They're basically the same team when they play each other. They're so hard to predict. You really know don't know what's going to happen. It seems like they're almost worse than the 12 seeds. I well, yeah, like. because they then run into the one seed in the next yeah. round. I mean, sometimes you have a Kansas State that beats Kentucky, which is always fun. But that doesn't happen every year. It doesn't happen most years. Um, then what are your sevens? I got Marquette. Yep, me too. Houston. Okay, I have, a, I have them Houston a little higher. West Virginia. Okay, I have them a little higher. And the Wolverines of Michigan. Okay, I have them a little higher. Interesting. I wonder what you're going to think of mine. Because I've got Arizona as a seven seed. Okay. I've got Marquette uh, with their boy Marcus Howard, who is got a usage rate upwards of 90% this season. That's a joke, but is it, in, it I, like I would have to look it up to make sure it's not true because it kind of could be true. Yeah. Um, I've got Iowa 
with Luca Garza, who is probably going to finish second in Player of the Year voting. Shout to... out to my grandparents on my mom's side, Iowa fans. Okay, I I know someone from Iowa. That's Boy. hard. I know. I know. Isn't it actually no two people from Iowa? I mean, they're siblings, but um, and Wisconsin. I like. I don't know Wisconsin and Iowa. Although I think they're very different teams. Uh, I kind of like putting them both in seven spot. That's this is where the Big Ten teams are starting to come in more. Yep. Uh, I mean, the only besides uh, Rutgers and Illinois, yeah, you've got two. You've got. Uh, a Big Ten team as a nine seed, as an eight seed. You've got two seven seeds. We're going to have more as we keep going down the list. It's really impressive. I, the Big Ten is something you got to write home about. There was one team that uh, from the Big Ten that people are considering putting in. Purdue has a net of 35. They, they have are, a strength of schedule of for, uh, 47. But they're 15 and 14. Yeah, they're not in for me. It's really it's kind of embarrassing. But, yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, I I really like the Big Ten this year. All these teams are playing great styles of basketball. Luca Garza has been phenomenal, even though they've trailed off a little bit as of late. And yeah, what are your six seeds? Arizona. Okay. Colorado. Yep, I've got them as a six seed. Iowa. Okay. And BYU. Nice. Ooh, I have. I might have BYU too high, but I don't care. Um, I've got Butler. Okay. I've got Colorado. Yeah. I've got Penn State, another Big Ten team, and I've got West Virginia. Any of those teams stick out to you? Um, let me see. We already Penn State's about... another Big Ten team. Yeah. Colorado, we talked about them a little earlier. They, yeah. They're a good team. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, they're not a great team, or but they are clo- They're in good shape to, at the, very, at the very least, compete for the conference title in the tournament, even if they're probably not going to win it. But Colorado is definitely a sixth seed that I could see losing. Yeah. I mean, the 11 seeds are weird. Uh, I have Colorado matched up. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that soon. I I think later we'll just talk about the matchups that I have, and you give me your picks and yeah, something like that. Because you have you have the matchups. I don't have. Yeah, I got the matchups. And then West Virginia again. The Big Twelve is good. This, the Big Twelve is decent this year. Um, even though it, I wouldn't say it's as it's kind of like the Pac twelve. West almost. Virginia Mountaineers, right? Yeah. yeah. You're gonna have uh, two teams from the Big Twelve competing for one seeds, and I've you'll see how many of them get it for me, but might be surprised. My five seeds. I have Houston as a five seed. I think they're a really good team. They, they've they almost been underrated because they are winning a lot of games and they're doing it in really great style. They didn't beat Michigan that one year. Boy. Well, it's going to be interesting when you hear who my next five seed is. Michigan? Michigan. So I, we both have Houston and Michigan as, as the same seed. Yeah, but I have but, them as five seeds. You have them as seven seeds. Yeah. And then you're going to be very intrigued to see here my next five seed. Is it, a, is it a, okay, hold on. Is it a Big Ten team? Sure is. Okay, then it's Ohio State. It sure is Ohio State. Ohio State, what a weird team this year. They started off as one of the best teams in the country. Did they get to the number one ranking? Yes, I did. They got, yes, they got did. to number one just for a week, and then they have been kind of getting toppled. It's like every time they try to go one step back up the ladder, they get knocked two steps down. Exactly. They've been Western Kentuckied. Yeah. AKA Hilltoppered. Yeah. So they, I mean, they're a good team. Caleb Wesson is. One of the best players in basketball when he's locked in, but I don't know how just how much that potential that team has. And these teams are all sort of like upset picks, except um, I don't know. I really, I really, I like Houston, but I think teams you might have someone pick them as to get upset by like Liberty or Yale or something like that. Yeah, I have them in a. I have them with Yale, so that's gonna be an intriguing game, I think. And then my last five seed is Auburn. They have Isaac Okoro, who is probably going to be a top ten pick in the draft, if not top five. Um, 
Bruce Pearl's still there. Yeah, they're an impressive team. They returned a few of their starters from last season's Final Four team. Side note, I did pick them to go to the Final Four last year. That's impressive. Uh, I did not. I liked them. I think I had I actually might have had them Elite Eight, but not Final Four. Um, yeah, so they are a really good team. I don't know if they're one of the best teams. And, yeah, five, I think five is good for all of these teams. It seems like Michigan, they were also one of the best teams in the country at one point, but not anymore. Did I mention my fives? What are your fives? Penn State, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Butler. Penn State, Wisconsin, Ohio State. That, which is like half of my six seeds, plus a seven and a five. That's three Big Ten, Big Ten teams. I'm telling you, Big Ten is big. It is. All right. What are your fours? Michigan State. Yep. Creighton. Okay. Oregon. Yep. And Auburn. Okay, yeah. I've got Michigan State and Oregon, too. Michigan State is one of the more intriguing teams. Um, they, their best player, Cassius Winston, Cassius Winston um, his brother died yeah. a little before the season. And he's still been the best player on their team, but they've just been a very inconsistent team. But they're sort of rounding up into shape now. They're really, really good team. They're really, really talented team. I think they were number one in the country at the beginning of the season. They just sort of got toppled a little bit. And so, but I think they're sort of going and coming into step at the right time, which is definitely a Tom Izzo move, if I've ever heard it before. My grandmother hates Izzo. I, she's an Iowa yeah. fan. Yeah. I mean, if you're in the Big Ten, you got to hate Izzo because he somehow keeps bringing those teams to the Final Four, never winning. But yeah. Michigan State, I mean, this is just a little bit of a sidebar, but I have seen so, so many times in my years. People just put Michigan State in the final. Maybe because it makes a lot of sense. Remember that time they lost to Middle Tennessee? I do remember that time they lost to Middle Tennessee. That was great. And a lot of people had them winning it all. Exactly. Yeah. Michigan State is the kind of team where, like, oh, it's Tom Izzo coach. It's a bunch of vets. It's never going to be, like, some hot shot uh, freshman or something like that. You you think they can get locked in. They never end up winning. No, they don't. Does Izzo have any titles? I don't believe so. No, definitely not. Yeah. So Michigan State, they're a four seed now, but they're kind of sneaky. I Kind of like them. Depends on which, uh, uh, which, which part side of the bracket they're in. Um, and I like where I put them, actually. And then I also have BYU and Villanova. Villanova is a team that was not very good at the start of the season, but they have really rounded into shape lately. They beat Seton Hall the other night. They are kind of raining threes on people and seem to be, that, like, just like Michigan State, they're peaking at the right time. And I figure you have them as a three seed. Villanova, I do. Yeah. What are your three seeds? So them, uh, mm-hmm. Kentucky. Yeah. Florida State, okay, and Louisville, okay. What's very interesting about that is you have named none of my three seeds. It's kind of weird. It's impressive. Yeah, my three seeds are Creighton, the Creighton Blue Jays, who just lost the other night, which is a shame. Um, Seton Hall, who also just lost the other night to Villanova, to Villanova, which is a shame because those are two mid majors that are just a lot of fun. They're and both top fifteen right now. Yeah, they both are, and I hope they do well and they don't just like kind of end up crashing and burning. Uh, then you've, I've got Maryland, which speaking of crashing and burning, that Mark Turgeon team, they, they Anthony Cohen Jr. is great. They as a point guard for them, I think he's a senior, maybe just a junior. Um, but they are just, they've been very good throughout the season. But then they've gone on, like do you know how we talk about do Michigan. They still have Skyler Mays. I don't know, but Michigan State and Villanova are peaking at the right time. Maryland is tanking at the ro- yeah. at the wrong time. They uh, have lost. A bunch of the last few games, uh, they like they're playing good teams, they're playing bad teams, they're getting smoked at or not smoked necessarily, but they're just losing either way. And I still have them as a three seed, but like let's say that they just like get bounced in the first or second round of the Big Twelve, the Big Ten tournament. 
I'm not sure that I can put them as a three seed, even though they are the number nine team in the country. Um, and then I've got Duke, which yeah. yeah, which I guess is fair. Duke, I mean, they're good. They're not great. I feel like a three seed is right around where you should put them. What, what about you? I think a two seed is right around where you should put them. Yeah. Tell me why. Um, the UNC game was just still. It was. It, it went on. It was kind for of embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they came back to win the game, but oh yeah, my no, god. Yeah. No. I. I. But I. I always feel like UNC like really gets up for that game every time it happens. Yeah, and UNC is kind of terrible this entire. Oh. UNC has kind of been terrible this entire year. Yeah. So. I think did Roy Williams say it was his least talented team he's ever had? Yes. Which is not great when you have someone who might be one of the top five picks in the draft, not top three. And Cole Anthony. Yeah. I mean, Cole Anthony's been hurt a lot of the year. Great hair. Yeah. And the team around him is just not very good. Honestly, kind of looks like J. Cole. Kind of, yeah. And J. Cole is from North Carolina. So I don't know why they don't already have like a brand deal, sponsorship deal linked up. Well, pro- what do you, because he's in college. I mean, let's say he goes to Charlotte, which would be interesting. They could use a point guard. I don't know. They have Terry Rozier. No, uh, they have both Martin brothers. Silly. Both Martin brothers. Neither is a point guard. They're both forwards. But yeah. So then you could definitely have um, the Carolina connection. Uh, my uh, who are your other two seats? Dayton. Oh, oh, really? This is kind of blasphemous. Seton Hall. Yeah. In Maryland. Um, I think I know. Oh, I know who you have as your one seeds. My two seeds are Florida State. Really good this year. I know that the what should I call it? They haven't been getting quite the credit that they've been due in the net. But they're twenty-five and five. They've been. Just phenomenal this year. I like everything about this team, and I think they're going to do well in the tournament. I've also got Baylor as a two seed. Listen, I would love to put Baylor as a one seed, but they've lost two games recently, and it kind of matters. Let's say, let's say Baylor wins the Big 12 tournament. Okay, then I put them as a one seed. But until the, but I want to see them show me something. I want to see that they can beat Kansas, and I am almost I'm a little scared that they're going to lose before the Big 12 championship game. This is sort of based on my prediction that I think Baylor's got another loss in them before the tournament even starts. They almost lost to Texas Tech the other night. Yeah, but Texas Tech is close to ranked. No, they're not close to ranked. Texas Tech Actually, is, they are kind well, of close Well, they to aren't close to ranked because they're 18 and 12, even though they're good in net. Um, but yeah, I have, so I have Baylor there. I have Louisville as a two seed, and I have what I, who I assume is one of your one seeds. I have San Diego State. Yeah, well, I, I don't know why you don't have them as a one seed. It's because I understand... What um, I understand what the people who make the NCAA tournament like to do. Are they really going to put Dayton, Gonzaga, and San Diego State as one seeds? No, no. they're they're going to put. I have to put correct. They're not going to yeah. put one of those teams. Dayton I have is the odd one out. Kentucky as my final one seed. I have a Kentucky as a three. There's no way that they're. they're I think Kentucky has been. You know very... why? Because that loss to Evansville. There's no way that they're going to look past that. I think they can look past it. There was so much earlier on in the season. Kentucky's been phenomenal since then. You can't be a one seed and lose to Evansville. I mean, one seeds have lost to terrible teams before. I think they're—I don't know. If San Diego State lost recently, if San Diego State had kept going undefeated, put them as a one seed. But I think Kentucky takes the last one. I know Kentucky—Net doesn't love Kentucky. But Kentucky's ranked relatively high, and it's sort of the team that just like, yeah, throw them in as the last one seed. It seems to make sense. San Diego State I have is the last— as the best two seed, but I think Kentucky is a team that everyone's going to be like, really? They let them in? And you should see the bracket that I put them in. I'm people are You'd be even more concerned that everything is rigged when you see the bracket I have them in. 
But so my one seeds are Kentucky as the fourth best one seed. I have Dayton as the third best one seed. I have Gonzaga as the second best one seed. And I have Kansas as the best one seed. We, I think the it goes without question that the three best teams in college basketball are KU, Gonzaga, and Dayton. Prove me wrong. Ex- explain to me why any of that is wrong. Kansas has been dominant like, year, year in, year out. I don't want to. Bu- I don't want to buy into hype for Dayton. It's not hype for Dayton. They've been consistently great all season. Obi Toppin looks like he's bored throwing down windmills. It's a great team. Jalen Crutcher is a great point guard. They, I watched them in Maui. Uh, I wasn't in Maui. I would have been great. But on Thanksgiving, I think Thanksgiving the day after Thanksgiving, they played uh, the conference. They played the Maui final against Kansas, and they went toe to toe with them, even as Azubuke was going to work. That's they, Obi Toppin. I think should be a top five pick in the NBA draft this year. He's a player of the year finalist. I know. Yeah. Yeah. He. He's kind of a, a bit of a late bloomer. He was he was kind of under recruited, but he's been incredible. He's so athletic, and he's also really smart with the ball. Great rebounder. He's like six nine, and I think they went toe to toe with Kansas. They played they went they played overtime with them. It went down to the wire, and Kansas won. And so we were like, oh, maybe Kansas isn't that good. But no, Dayton just destroyed their way through the entire Maui tournament. They've just crushed every team in their path this season. Their only losses are to the best team in the country and to Colorado, which is a really good team this year. And I know that they play in a not exactly very good uh, conference. I know they play in the Atlantic 10, but I think they're a really good team. And they've, yeah, they're trying to go as hard as they can to go undefeated in the Atlantic 10. And it looks like they're going to pull it off. No, I'll, they'd be the only team to go undefeated in their conference this year. Yeah, I just, I can't put three schools from, like, kind of eh conferences. That's why I threw Kentucky in there. And I was like, yeah, put, give them something for the ratings. But, yeah. So, yeah, I have Dayton there. Gonzaga has been great this year. Um, I mean, it's a year in, year out kind of deal with Gonzaga. They, yeah, but they will n- never win. Yeah, I know, which is a shame. Is this the year? No. No, it's not the year. Uh, Kansas is probably the best team in the country. I think our rankings reflect that. I assume yeah. Your ones are Kansas, Gonzaga, San Diego State, Baylor. Are those your rankings? Um, Kansas would be one, Gonzaga would be two, Baylor would be three, San Diego State would be four. Okay. Um, KU uh, Azubuke, Azura Azubuke, who's been their best player. He was good last year. He was good last year. Very yeah. dominant. The issue is um, he fouled out of a lot of games, and it's kind of continued this year. Although it's been much more reduced, which is really good. He's sort of like when Joel Embiid was playing, he he just could kind of just move guys out of his way, and Azubuke's kind of been able to do the same thing, just not quite as well. And Joel Embiid was a little bit more polished than Azubuke. But Azubuke was also injured for a decent portion of the year, and they've played well without him. Devin Dotson is one of the best guards in the country, and he's been at Kansas for a little while. It's just a really well-coached team. I mean, Bill Self is their coach, which so that kind of speaks for itself. And <laughs> I wasn't even trying to do that. Um, yeah, it's just a really good team. You got anything to say about Kansas? They've been the they're probably we're... going to be my pick to win. Yeah, their only losses this year have been to Baylor. Now, Kansas lost to Washington, which is kind of weird. I mean, it's not as bad as the Eastern as the what's called who Evansville lost, but, yeah. but Washington is also like thirteen and sixteen, and and what's again been a really weird year for the Pac-12. So it's kind of a weird loss, and yeah, and to Baylor. Um, at the Fog, actually, but then they beat Baylor at Baylor. So, interesting. We're, I'm very intrigued to see what happens if they meet up again in the Big 12 tourney, which they most likely will. Yeah, Yeah, Baylor and Kansas. It's you on. have them both as one seeds. Yeah. What do you like about Baylor? Um, They're from Texas. They've got great guards. 
They've got great guards. They probably have the best backcourt in the country. Is uh, Chionde Metu still on that team? I'm not sure. But, yeah, they're a really good team. Um, I Listen, I think that there are probably six teams that I have as com- in competition for the number for a number one seed. And I just put Kentucky in there over Baylor and San Diego State because— I think there's only five. I think I don't think Kentucky's actually— Yeah, I mean, which is fair. I just think that's the kind of thing that they throw in because that's just what happens sometimes. I think, I think they would put Duke one before they put Kentucky one. I consider Duke, but I don't— Duke is not very impressive, actually. Resume wise, they got Trey Jones. They got, is I think Cassius Stanley's on that team. Yeah, it's just not an exciting team whatsoever. They're, they're just not that well, good. Well, because they, Zion and well, uh, yeah, Cam Reddish. I, I know, but they've lost to some bad teams. The only bad team Kentucky lost to was Evansville, and that was a long time ago. That was at the beginning of this year. People forget it. But yeah, all right. So how about we go through, and I'm going to give you my bracket, and you're going to tell me what you think. All right, so. We've got four regions. We've got the South, we've got the East, we've got the Midwest, and we've got the West, right? Yeah. Sounds about right. And so, oh, in other words, they're the Houston Regional, the LA Regional, the Indianapolis Regional, and the New York City Regional. Yep. I mean, like, it's nice that they have a New York City, but come on. They're... Uh, I wanted to go to one this year. Yeah. To a March Madness game? A yeah. tournament game? Yeah. Yeah, it would be really cool. I mean, there's nothing in Boston, is there? Gotcha. No. It's a shame. Um... So in the Houston regional, which I, I, KU is my number one seed. I think that's what they would pick because there's just a lot of um, fans of Big 12 basketball, I would say, there. I think it just makes more sense for them than Indianapolis. Indianapolis is sort of more Big Ten territory. And, like, if you had grouped yeah. in with some scary Big Ten teams, then you don't really want any of that. But so in the Houston regional, I've got – do you want me to go 1 versus 16 or do you want me to just go 1 all the way down? Or do you want me to just tell you the matchups? Just tell me the matchups. Okay. Like, Sorry. So KU versus – the winner of NCA and T or yeah. Um the eight versus nine, LSU versus UNI. Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa? Oh god, that'll be so Just much fun. because they've had success in March Madness before. Yeah, they're that kind of team. And they win insane games, like the game against AM. Yeah. No, uh, they, they lost that they game. lost the game against AM. They they play crazy games, I should say. Yeah. Um let's see. The five versus twelve. I have Houston in the Houston regional, which I thought would be kind of a fun thing to do. Uh I don't think you can do that. I think you can. Have they if they've played in the stadium in which or in the arena in which they are going to play a tournament the... game? Then they can't do it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Then I'll switch them and Auburn. So we'll have Auburn in the Houston Regional uh, versus Yale, which I think is going to be a fun game. Auburn. Auburn. Yeah. I mean, Yale is going. Yale is fun. They're. I mean, they're exciting just because they're an Ivy League team, and you don't really expect that kind of team to do much. But like last year, they're probably not going to do much against the. Legitimately good SEC team. There's no one who can really stop Isaac Okoro, I think, on that team. My four versus 13, I've got Villanova versus Akron. Villanova. Yeah, this, Akron's. Yeah. Some 13 seeds are decent. Akron is not one of those. There's, I, there's at least one 13 seed that I yeah. know I'm picking. Now Maybe here's two. One. Penn State versus Utah State. I don't even have Utah State in my um I think Utah State's pretty so good. I, so I think I would have to go Penn State. That's fair. I mean, Penn State's pretty decent this year. And then my three versus 14, I've got Maryland versus New Mexico State, New Mexico State Aggies. That might be a close one, but I would go Maryland. Yeah. I mean, they've got to turn around at some point. You can't lose to New Mexico State at the three seed. It's embarrassing. But you never know. Um, and then my seven versus 10, I've got Iowa versus Texas. 
both teams of conflicting interest for us. Yeah, I mean, I think you know where like, I, I would pick. Take you. I would pick Iowa. You would pick Iowa over the I, University of Texas Longhorns. Yeah, <sighs> they don't have Obama. They don't have Kevin Durant. It's been so long since either of those people were on the team. It's only been like two years since Mobamba. It's been like three. Team. Or no, two? I don't know. That was the Fultz Tatum draft, so three years. Right? Ooh, yeah. I think it was a year after that. No, he was Fultz Tatum. Fultz Tatum year. All right. Um, I, of course, I'm going Texas. Texas is going to win the championship. I've already told you guys to lock it in. And then my two versus 10, I have Florida State. Two versus 10? Two versus, sorry, two versus 10 would be in the next round. Two versus 15 is Florida State against Eastern Washington. Yeah, Florida State. Against Clay Thompson's old school, you have no shame. And then on the other side of everything, I've got the other team that I got Gonzaga, which definitely would choose the LA regional. I can't imagine why they yeah, don't do anything no else. Way they're not. Yeah, I have Gonzaga versus the winner of Merrimack versus Prairie View A and M. Next. I assume you're gonna pick a Merrimack like yeah. I would. Um then we've got Texas Tech versus Rutgers, which could be a cool game. Eight nine. They got similar Texas jerseys. Tech, Rutgers, I would go Texas Tech. It looks like Tech. black and red. Texas Tech? Yeah. All right. Um, the Pat Mahomes factor can't be understated. That's true. He's, I mean, he's a winner. There's so much better at football than Rutgers is at football. You've got to figure it translates at least a little bit. So, God, man. And then we've got Houston versus Liberty. I might pick Liberty. Might pick Liberty. Houston's really good this year. Houston's never maybe, really good. Maybe made a five seed is too high for them. Houston, last, last Houston's time, exciting this last year. Last time, our, I think the last time Houston was relevant in a championship contender was the Lorenzo Charles game. Yeah. Well. It's been a while since then. Uh, four versus 13, I've got Michigan State versus Stephen F. Austin. It's easy, easy pick. It's got to be Stephen F. Austin. Oh, yeah? You're yeah. against Michigan State? You think? Well, no, that... I'm just, it's Stephen F. Austin. There's okay. no way I can't pick them. That's fair. Um, who else we got? We've got the 6 versus 11. We've got West Virginia versus Eastern Tennessee State. They're a play-in team for me, but West Virginia is definitely beatable as a 6 seed. Yeah, I agree. I don't... I mean, West Virginia's like UT beat them the other day. If they were playing Xavier or Stanford, I would pick. I would pick Xavier or Stanford yeah. over them. But what about Eastern Tennessee? Eastern Tennessee no, State I is actually pick getting them. decent. So you're gonna pick West Virginia? Yeah. All right. Uh, three versus fourteen. Creighton versus UC Irvine. This also actually might be a close game. Yeah. UC Irvine. Because Creighton is around. kind of small. Yeah. So UC Irvine has been to the tournament before, won a game yeah. or two at the tournament before. So are you gonna pick them? I would have to look a little bit closer, but on the surface, I would say it's it's one to look at. Okay. It's one to keep an eye on. Um, seven versus ten. I've got Marquette versus Arizona State. Marquette. That's a flip-flop for me. Yeah. I would pick Marquette. I think it's probably like 55-45%. No, Mar- Marquette's Howard, oh, 55 45% of those, those the final score. That's not the final score Marquette is playing. But no, I know. They play no defense, and they're all offense. And then finally, Louisville versus Wright State. Wright State's 15. Yeah. Wright State was actually in the tournament two years ago. Hey, yeah. That. Louisville's going to beat him. Louisville will beat him. Yeah. All right. So then let's move on to the Indianapolis Regional, which you'd think would be set up perfectly for Dayton as a number one seed because they're right near home. Indianapolis and Dayton are pretty close. They're similar cities. You've got Dayton versus Winthrop. Winthrop's been a 16 seed before, but yeah, That's not, Dayton. It doesn't really help them. Uh, and then you've got your eight... I, I, can I just go through who I've got as the two, the three, the four, the five, the six, the seven, and the eight? Sure. Two is Baylor. 
That's Three tough. is Duke. That's tough. Four is Oregon. Still tough. Fifth is Michigan. Yeah, even tougher. Seven, uh, six is Butler. Okay, that's a little less tough. Seventh is Arizona. That's and, tough. And eighth is Illinois. Yeah, that's... I... This is exactly the thing the committee would do. It's like, oh, you you, you got Just an exciting team. Stacked region. Yeah, let's entirely stack the region against. Oh, I mean, to be fair, Butler is the only team that's from anywhere near the air. I guess Michigan, but like not really. Although, but Butler is from really close. Honestly, wouldn't this be amazing? This is. I'm just gonna say, if this happened, this would be possible. Duke Butler. Yeah, Duke Butler in Indianapolis. Unreal. For um, around a 32 game. Unbelievable. 2010 flashbacks. Yeah, I think Duke loses that game. I don't think Duke comes away with a win in that. But yeah, I, I might have to agree with you if that happened. All right, but yeah. So my eight versus nine. I've got Illinois versus USC. I'll go Illinois. Yeah, Illinois is good this year. Yeah. I like them a lot. Um, let's see, five versus four. Right, five versus twelve is Michigan versus Oklahoma. I have to go Michigan. Yeah, I mean, are we gonna have any twelve seed upsets? Did you pick one? You picked the one against Houston. You picked uh, Liberty against Houston, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, four versus thirteen. We've got Oregon versus University of North Texas. Uh, Auburn. Oregon. Oregon. Sorry, Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Yeah, Oregon's good this year. Yeah. Um, Peyton Pritchard. He, I mean, white guy. Somehow there are two white guys in like the running for the best player of the for player of the year. He broke Michigan's heart a few years ago. Yeah, Peyton Pritchard is very good. Luca Garza also very good for a couple for a couple of white guys. Um. But yeah, you have them versus University of Texas, and then the six versus eleven is Butler versus the winner between Arkansas and Stanford. If Stanford wins, then it might be Stanford against Butler. Yeah, I would pick I would pick Stanford over Butler, mm-hmm. but I would pick Butler over in the Midwest region. Butler's gonna have a lot of fans there. Yeah, but I I like I mean you like Stanford. Yeah, I it's look f- f- all. F- did all no all four 12 seeds won last year, all I think three 11s won last year. Yeah, if I'm right, we could have another season like that. I'm very intrigued to see what the what the seeding looks like at the very end. Um, three versus 14. We've got Duke versus Belmont. It sucks that Belmont has to play Duke because yeah. Belmont is a team that has chance to, to win as a 14. But they're fine. Duke, but yeah. Although Duke does like to lose against 13, 14 seeds. They really, the really round. do. Yeah, they really, really do. You're right about that. Um, three. Let's see. That was three versus fourteen. So seven versus ten. Arizona versus St. Mary's. You've got two classic West Coast yeah, teams. California and matching Arizona. up in like I don't know Kentucky or something like that. Like some gym in like the middle of Illinois. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I would go Arizona. Yeah, and then finally the two versus fifteen is Baylor versus North Dakota State. Baylor. Yeah. Uh, that that I think is just the, the your classic stacked regions like oh the group of death is Indianapolis regional if it ends up like that Dayton Baylor Duke Oregon Michigan Butler Arizona Illinois and then some other teams like UC and St Mary's are good um, but then we've got the region that is built for Kentucky to just coast to the, the final four and make everyone hate the people who make the uh, the bracket okay you've got Kentucky against University of Arkansas Little Rock Kentucky obviously. Uh, eight versus nine, Virginia versus Florida. Now this is the sneaky one, because it's a relatively easy bracket for Kentucky outside of that. But Virginia or Florida are a scary eight or nine seed. Virginia has been looking a lot better of late. I would take Florida. Yeah. Because they were, weren't they supposed to be like really good? 
they were supposed to be really good, but they kind of flopped. But Dia, but I, Virginia I, was I always, supposed to be good. I always, yeah, they think Dia they, I think, is great yeah. this year. Does he, does he still have his hair dyed like blonde? I haven't watched much Virginia this year, honestly. But like the kind of like the guys who were sort of just like showing up in the clutch moments who were role players have taken over the team really for Virginia this year, and they were getting blown out earlier this season. That's true. But they've been a lot better of late. I wouldn't be too surprised if you see them making a run at winning the ACC uh, in the conference tournament. But yeah, I like Virginia this year. Um, so let's see. Five versus 12. I have Ohio State versus the winner of UCLA and Cincinnati. Ohio State for Cincinnati would be great, but... I would say Ohio State. Ohio State, yeah. Um, I mean, it, that would be a fun one to be in the Midwest, even though it's probably not going to happen, but that would be really intriguing. Um, f- four versus thirteen. I have BYU versus Vermont. I would hundred percent pick Vermont. Yeah, yeah. Do you not think BYU is all that good? I think it's a combination of BYU being from a small school, playing in New York, playing in New York against Vermont, who not. I think they were also a popular upset pick last year, and yeah. they've definitely been they've been to the tournament a few times in the last few years yeah and their mascot is a catamount <laughs> i could definitely see it i mean there aren't very many people from vermont but there also aren't very many people from utah it's interesting but this byu team is really good they beat gonzaga i would 100 percent pick vermont yeah okay um then that's the four versus 13 the six versus 11 colorado or providence i might go providence yeah that that's kind of an interesting matchup those are both teams that have outperformed what their true talent level might be. Like, they've lost dumb games against some bad teams, but they've also won against really good teams. Yeah, that's, why, that's, that's why I would pick the upset, because it's a lot of unknown. Yeah. And if it's a lot of unknown, that usually tends to favor, in, in my opinion, it tends to lend itself to being a good upset pick. Yeah, it should be an intriguing game. Um, but also, if Colorado wins that, I feel like they have the... They're good enough to make a run, especially when you hear that the three seed is. Seton Hall versus Colgate. If it were Seton Hall versus Boston University, then I would pick Boston University. Yeah, of course. But that's not how, but it's not gonna, not how we got. It's not how it's working, so I would pick Seton Hall. But yeah. I would also pick them to lose in the next round. Yeah. To, to an 11, to, if it's an 11 seed or a 6 seed, that I would still pick them to lose. To either Colorado or Providence? Yeah. I'm perfectly okay with that. I mean, they're good this year. I just don't think they're like... Three seed worthy, even though they've just gotten in by virtue. Of, I mean, so much of this season has just been a lot of teams that, by virtue of not losing that many games, have just sort of climbed up the rankings. Yeah, maybe undeservedly, including Kentucky. Yeah. I think undeservedly, who's like number six in the country right now. But yeah, Tate's number three in the country. I can't believe you don't have this one seed. They should be number two. I like. It. I think they're better than Gonzaga. Um, and then my let's see, we've also got seven versus ten, Wisconsin versus Xavier. Should be an intriguing yeah, that would be a good. That's a good one. Yeah, Wisconsin, Big Ten, Xavier, Big East, right? Yeah. Uh, Xavier. That's Again, a bad. team with um, tournament experience. Tournament experience. They all, they pulled off that monster upset um, against Arizona a couple of years ago. Yeah. As I think an eleven seed. Wisconsin beat Ohio State not too recent. Not too. I'm relatively recently. Was that is that a four one matchup? What. Wisconsin. Oh, 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 you mean oh in the regular season? The regular season, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and then finally, the two versus 15, San Diego State versus Hofstra. Hofstra's from New York. Hofstra's from New York, but San Diego State is a fun team because they used to have Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, yeah. And they're also very good this year. You got yeah. Malachi Flynn, who is one of the best players in college basketball. 
I don't know if he's going to go that high in the draft, but he's been very fun to watch also, if you've been able to stay up late. Aztecs. Yeah. Great name. It is a good name. Yeah. Hofstra from New York. I mean, if there's any 15 seed, which could be intriguing as an upset pick. It would be Wright State. It would be Wright State? Yeah, that's what I would say. Okay. Um, I think that about wraps it up for this pod. Um, I don't know. You got anything else you want to talk about? or? I feel like we only did three regions. No, we did four regions. We did UK region, we did Dayton region, we did Gonzaga's region, and we did um, Houston region, the Houston region, or UK region. Yeah. That's four regions, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we are very intrigued to see what happens in the selections show um, a week from this Sunday. Yep, the 15th. Uh, I figure we're going to fill up brackets on the air or something like that. We might even get some video stuff involved, maybe uh, film us filling out our brackets on like a whiteboard or something cool like that. Uh, But stay tuned. And we will see you guys. We've got spring break this yep. upcoming week, but we will see you guys in like a week and a half. Maybe yeah, two weeks. We, we shall see. But you, yeah. can, you can guarantee that the next, next episode is going to be a guide to March Madness. Exactly. It's going to be fun. Yeah. We'll make sure we film it before the first games actually start. All right. We'll see you guys next week. And yeah. happy see. spring break. Yeah. For at least us. I don't know about everyone else. If you're not having spring break, then I mean, that sucks for you. Thank <laughs> you.